Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. State Shapiro, Sandra Golden Steakhouse. Uh, we're going to wake up Les Snead at some point. Poor guy uh, texted me in the middle of the night. He's like, you ne- definitely need me? Because I guess it's 4 a.m. at where he is right now. So we're efforting him. But Is he on like a girl uh, wife a girl trip? trip? And stuff? Not yeah. a girl's trip. I don't know what he's With doing. His he's, wife? On, he's in Hawaii. Okay. So there's no bigger fan of Raheem Morris than Les Snead. And I just want the fans to hear it. And I think they'll feel awesome once they do. Mm-hmm. And that's why we want to have the interview. And he's also a great interview. But we have Zach Klein here. So why do we need anybody else? Not the truth. Zach Klein's He's a, a real journalist. I, journalist! I came for lunch. You know why, Sandy? Because <laughs> I got a text right here from Stake at 9.58 yesterday. His money was on Belichick, right? He's been saying it all along. Yeah. He's like, what do you think, Z? I said, my money is on Raheem Morris. 9.58 <laughs> yesterday, lunch. Yep. And he responded to that, so I'm coming here for lunch. Yeah, I thought he's yeah. buying me lunch today. That's why I'm here. Well, I, pay up, Stakey, pay up. You definitely deserve lunch. Thank I, you for coming in. I'm hey, so glad it was today, too. This is perfect. Crazy, it, right? it was definitely, and we were texting yesterday, and we knew it was a horse race with two guys coming down the stretch. Belichick led right out of the gate, and we said at the end of the show, it, it's down the stretch. It's Belichick and Raheem, Belichick and Raheem, <laughs> and it's Raheem. I mean, it was... Right on the precipice, you know Arthur Blank as well as I do, Zach, and you know how much he wanted a splash, yes. right? And then we know that a lot of folks will say cooler heads prevailed. I won't necessarily say it, but I will say he, he seeked the guidance of those around him and landed on Raheem Morris. At the end of the day, that and also you mentioned this earlier, Stake, it was Bill Belichick's job to lose, and he didn't succeed some of the power that he wanted. If he would have come back and said, yeah, we'll keep the silo that we had with Terry and what they're doing, because you can make the argument, yeah, they've done a really good job the last couple, uh, few years, getting rid of the salary cap, getting out of that roster that had to turn over, what, 50 of 53 guys. They did their job. So if he would have said, I, I will work with that, I will you know, take a step back from all the things I need, he would be here. Mm-hmm. But also, you mentioned Arthur Blank stake. He has looked at Bill Belichick as the sexy date from high school that he never had a chance to go out with. And he never thought in a zillion years that at the same time he was looking for a head coach, Bill Belichick would be available. Yeah, I think that it was in his head from when the rumors started swirling. Yeah. They weren't just rumors. There was real meat that if Arthur Smith – doesn't turn it around. Belichick, we knew, was going to be gone way earlier than Arthur Smith. The, the, the last puzzle piece was Arthur Smith having to get fired because Belichick and Kraft, the folks that, again, have covered that relationship, knew what was happening. I think for Arthur, you know, we were both at the press conference, which we could both give a seminar about how to not spend an hour and 45 minutes with the media and just go off on these tangents, right? And, and that's something that, you know, you could learn a lot from how concise you keep it in Rich and Arthur, and there's no Terry Fontenot, and I don't want to get too deep in all that, but that, that they were trying to justify that. But I heard unequivocally two things. One, he wasn't hiring another coordinator that hadn't been a coach. He used some language about, I'd like somebody that had done it before, and then he said about Terry Fontenot, he had – a spectacular offseason or something along the lines, right? He did. And if you look at what he did in terms of the free agent, you don't—you just spent $130 million on a defense, and then you're going to flip it and not get something that resembles what you were doing in the past uh, season? Of course you want a coach that aligns it. Everybody I talk to says Raheem's defense kind of aligns with what they were doing recently with Ryan Nielsen, so that plays into effect. You mentioned the fact that Arthur wants an experienced head coach. He doesn't want to go around that thing. And I was talking to guys in the building. They love what's happening in Houston. You have that player-coach empowerment. The guy's buying in. They haven't had that type of coach here in Atlanta in the history of this franchise. 
I mean, so, wasn't there a buy-in on Dan Quinn though as a players' but, coach? But he was a players' when we coach, were winning. But, he, but he wasn't like a guy. He wasn't a dude. Like you know, I, yeah. I think you needed a little bit of that. And I listen, mean, Arthur Blank is also. Let's be real. He's been on the the precipice of having a, a voice for African Americans, black coaches, and he has never hired one. And I think that was very important to him. So now he can look around the room and all the other owners when they have 32 of them getting a steak and lobster and saying, I have done it. You need to do your part. And I think that was a big reason as well. I think it was a definite bonus. I, I think. Uh, right. Not the uh, reason, but yeah, it was a no, bonus for sure. Listen, African-American quarterback, African-American head coach, African-American general manager in the you know blackest city in America. There's, I mean, it's all good. And by the way, it's of great. course, they, they've all earned it. And it's great when you're on the head of the minority. I think he's head of one of the committees. Um, of diversity, mm-hmm. so it shows that. Um, but but listen, I understand. Sandra understands the fans who are who are. I understand the guys who are. But saying, what are the fans? What what are they telling you they want? Like it wasn't Belichick. Who do they want? I mean, you look at the the, the guy they brought in Slovak yesterday from. Right. I'll Houston. just say it. He was never a position. If, coach. if you're the CEO of any business at Coca Cola and you're passing around resumes of coaches that are interviewing with you, thir- you know his record at. 17 and 31 in Tampa jumps out at me large. Mm-hmm. So if you can cons- you continually do the deep dive cuz that's what fans were are hearing. It's like, well, you didn't hire him before, you hired our third He was Dan Quinn's right-hand man, you actually demoted him while he was in the building. So he goes to Tampa 17 and 31. So look further in Tampa. Josh Freeman was the quarterback and again we circle back. I can't even believe so that. So this is such a long answer to your question, but I understand because there is some skeptical moment of Owning the room, the dude in the room, and how he is. Now, I would like for all of you to go back eight years at who you were at work. Okay? What have you learned? Hopefully you've gotten better. You've been promoted. You've gotten raises. That's what's happened on his journey to Los Angeles where he was with the Rams as the man. And I believe when there were whispers of Sean McVay possibly moving on, that was going to be their guy. Mm -hmm. And for a lesson, I have never, I've been doing this 27 years, I have never seen players and or media members and or a GM come forward and say the things they're saying about Raheem. I think we have to listen, y'all. We have to listen. People are smarter than us. I agree. And you look at the players that are coming out vocally. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it, that's been huge. And, you know, we were, I got a text from an NFL coach yesterday talking about when slow before this was announced about with uh, Bobby coming in from the Houston Texans. I'm like, what about him? He said, Zach, he has never, ever been a position coach. He's had one year as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud obviously took off. But the one game when they played a really good defense in Baltimore, they couldn't get inside the 25-yard line. And now he's your head coach. Like, he's going to be a really good coach down yeah. the But right now? So what do the fans want? I well, mean, they, they, they're just, as I said. I think Vrabel. They're was a front runner. Yeah, but he was Arthur Smith two point. The, the same guy, same culture, same everything. They couldn't run that back again. They, he was best friends with Arthur he, Smith. Well, there was zero chance it was happening. Well, I, I think he I got. Yeah. I think he got in late. So that's what I would say about that. Listen, it's prime Falcon bashing mode. It doesn't matter right now. It's six straight years. No coordinator would have energized the fans. Okay, Belichick would not have galvanized. If anything, it would have you know, separated folks, like Raheem is. But I will just say, okay, that, you know, and and maybe you both think we're agents for Bill Belichick. Yes. The notion that he could not coach this defense is ridiculous. He drafted, he's a genius on defense. He forgot more about football than Raheem Morris on the defensive side. There's a lot of baggage with him. There's personality issues. There's drafting issues. He's the best Coach, no doubt, out there. He is the best so, coach. And if Arthur, he's talked about in that win 
now yeah, mode. Three years. He, he was the best for that. However, you talk to agents, you talk to coaches. When it comes to Belichick, coaches don't want to coach with him right now. NFL free agents do not want to come to Atlanta if Belichick was here. So you, they would come if you're going to 2X right. You're right. Pay. It's no different than so New England. Go- Nobody in New England enjoyed him. When you're winning, it was fine. It's, everything's gravy. And, and, and the, listen, Belichick's kids stayed in New England to be with Gerard Mayo. That's Steve Belichick and his other son. And I've talked to folks there who's like, they love Gerard Mayo. I'm sure they're like, this is a relief, right? right? <laughs> and, and like, you're, you're totally right about coaches. We know a lot of the NFL coaches are like, dude, working with him is a pain in the ass. Yeah. The, the two biggest stories that came around Raheem was that Bill Belichick was not offered the job and walked away. That is what happened. Yeah, that's not he true. was not. And that Rich McKay has been moved from the football side to the Atlanta United side. That what is the th- bigger headline. What did you think when you read that? Uh, well, the first thing, the United thing didn't surprise me as much because that was kind of the role of Steve Cannon, right? You know, whoever that that role was, a CEO, the president of Atlanta United, would report to the CEO of the entire right. enterprise, and that was Steve Cannon. Now it's going to be Rich McKay. It is Rich McKay. So that made didn't really boggle my mind. The whole thing about the day-to-day operations. I mean, two weeks ago, Arthur uh, Blank and Terry uh, wasn't there. Um, Rich McKay were very adamant about Rich not being involved in the day-to-day operations of the team, yet he said he talked to the guys 25 times a week. That's four times a day. So he was kind of contradicting himself, Rich McKay was, and then blatantly to say, no, not in day-to-day operations. He's gone? Clearly separation state. I don't, I I don't see any reason other than fan outla- outcry that you had Arthur Smith and Terry Fano report to Rich McKay. Now you have Raheem Morris and Terry Fano. Why do they now go a layer up and now they go right to an 81-year-old Arthur Blank that's got a million other things going on? Yeah, but he's not going to meddle. Rich is, I mean, Rich was there. He, listen, he was going to offer he help. He didn't meddle last year. They drafted who they, Rich McKay has nothing to both said it this morning. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. It's I agree been, with you. But in terms of checking in, is 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 Rich McKay? I don't know, man. Like, is Arthur that, Blank going to talk to Raheem Morris twenty five times a week? Hell no. I exactly. think you're right. So that's that's twenty four less times you got to talk to Rich somebody. Rich McKay will still be very much in the so conversation. So why make the move? Right. Why but make it, co- the optics, why, y'all? Why we're, we're say not it. stupid. Just something why has happened. It. Zach's right. Of course, Rich McKay is going to be talking to those guys. Who else is day to day? So why make the move? Doesn't right. I don't. I, like. Yeah. Just a lot of a lot of Michigas. There's a lot of con- like a lot of talk about you know. So. Does your audience know Michigas? By the way, you've dropped that line. Like, it's fantastic. Times. It's so good. Do they know Mishpoka? Because that line's Mishpoka right here. <laughs> we're like we're like boys. We're boys. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna play buy or sell with Let's Zach go. Klein. WSB TV. Someone wake Les Snead up. I some think the, he's still sleeping. Some of the best hair in the business. God. He may have best. You talking hair. about Les? Uh, <laughs> Your best hair. Listen, you, I'll tell you, you less. Yeah, you want best hair if nothing else today. Love it. All right, we're coming back. Uh, maybe Les Snead. Definitely Zach Klein. Lots more. Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game.